Hi there, I'm Daniel Eccles, and this is the Learned Opportunity Podcast. This podcast is for emerging leaders, those folks who are building their platforms, sharpening their skills, and dreaming for the future. Join me as I help emerging leaders like you get unstuck so that you can start creating huge opportunities in your personal and professional life. I talk to some of the best leaders out there about how they've created opportunities in their own lives, share my opportunity creating best practices from my experience as a certified career counselor and personal and professional development nerd, and I'll also chat with other emerging leaders about opportunity creating repeatable actions that you can apply to your life today. We're ready, so let's get started with Learned Opportunity. Something that I have been talking about lately with you is that we need to stop treating our career development in terms of a corporate ladder and think of it more as every opportunity is an opportunity to be an individual contractor, to focus on something as a project for a certain amount of time that will give you new skills in that experience. And then it might be time to move on to another job. But, you know, so this is something that is countercultural. It's something that goes against even how we are talked to as we are children. One thing that I've noticed is when we talk to kids, we say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I don't enjoy this question, and I've switched it around. Whenever I'm talking to some of the kids in my life, I like to ask hey, what are some jobs that you would want to do when you grow up? And I say jobs that you'd like to do when you grow up because you are not going to be one specific role anymore. And I want these kids to know that they can choose to do something for a little bit and then they can pivot. They can move on. That's realistic to where we're at right now and that we're not staying at one position, not staying at one company. It's very unlikely that you will do the job that's associated with your college major if you got a college degree. So it's important that we start using language to help our kids think about what they might want to do in the future in terms of the work culture where it is right now. So instead of what do you want to be when you grow up, what are some of the jobs that you would like to do? And if I was answering that question as a kid, I would have so many ideas. I have so many ideas right now about some of the jobs that I would like to do rather than what I would want to be when I grow up. There are so many things that I might switch to. You know, someday I'd like to work at Disney World. I don't care what I do, but I would like to work at Disney World. I think that this is a little bit more natural to me, this idea of what are some things you want to do when you grow up, because I view work very much in terms of play. I view it almost in a childlike way. An example of this is my, my favorite movies. One of my favorite movies is Hook. If you're not familiar with Hook, it's a spinoff of the classic tale of Peter Pan and Robin Williams. He's playing Peter Pan, and the problem is that Peter Pan has grown up, and he has grown up in the real world away from his 
original identity and life in Neverland. That is until he has to return to Neverland to save his two children who were kidnapped by Captain Hook. And along the way, he discovers himself with a ragtag crew of lost boys led by the one and only Rufio. And it's pretty bangerang. So yeah, you should check that out. So this tale has it all though, like torture, battle, baseball, imaginary food fights, lawyers. But not all of this movie is pleasant. Uh, Spoiler alert, Rufio actually dies. So it's not all pleasant. But at the end of the story, one thing that I really like, and this is something that sticks out to me, and I've associated with how I view my work life, my professional development and personal development together. And at the end of the story, as Peter Pan flies home with his children, another spoiler alert, sorry, he he wins. Peter Pan saves his children. But a group of lost boys while he's flying away is looking up and smiling. And one lost boy ends this scene with a simple statement summarizing the entire adventure. And he says, that was a great game. That was a great game. And now, I think that that lost boy knows a little bit about what he is talking about. I think that quote is a great way for us to view our lives, to view our professional and personal development arc in more of a way of, you know, it's going to have its ups and downs, but it's not all going in one direction. It's not who you're going to be as when you grow up. It's what games can you play? And, you know, they're all going to be pretty great games, I think, when you look back on it. So, I mean, I think this is especially true during your 20s when you're you're not in a role you want to be in and you're making less money than you dreamt of making as a teenager. And it's good to view and see these experiences not as something that you're going to always have to continue, but as great experiences for you to play whatever that job role is, to be an independent contractor for a certain period of time, to just work on this project, to work and play the game for a little while. So this is basically all about reframing how we view our work. Even when your work's not going as planned, viewing it through the lens of a game, or as I like to say, as play, is a healthy way of reframing the situation. So, I mean, when I look back on the 10 plus jobs that I've had over the last 10 years, I realized that not all of them were my favorite game, but I am thankful that I got to play those games for even a short period of time. And I want to kind of take a moment to reframe my professional experience through this lens of that was a a great game and kind of show you a little bit of how I came to this realization for myself. So, I've had a bunch of different jobs, 10 plus jobs over the last 10 years, right? We all do this now. (laughs) I mean, if my goal is to become something when I grow up, I've already failed that. But each one of these experiences I felt, and as I look back on them, feel now, that each one was a great game that I got to play for a little bit. I originally came up with this idea of work as play when I worked at a coffee roaster, And shout out to Caravan Coffee. If you're looking for some good beans, check them out. They're out there in Oregon. You can go to their website. I don't get any sort of referral fee or anything from that, but really good beans, great roaster, good people. So check out Caravan Coffee. But when I went and worked at Caravan Coffee at the roaster, I 
felt like every day I got to go in, I got to play coffee. And I think that this was an easy connection to make because when you're a kid, you're not thinking of your career from who, what do you want to be when you grow up as much as you are experimenting and playing these games already. I have a friend who's a five-year-old and a friend who's a three-year-old, and one of their favorite games to play is bakery and coffee shop. They imagine making a cup of tea for me. They ring me up, deliver the product. They're playing coffee. And at what point in my career am I too old to not experiment in the same way and to stop playing and to buy into the idea that these activities are forever and that these activities are always going to be work? I got to go play coffee. It was a fun game to get to play, and I'm thankful for that experience and honestly sometimes miss it, but I knew it wasn't forever, and having this mindset of going as an independent contractor, as viewing it as an opportunity to get to play a role for a specific amount of time, helps me to look back and see how grateful I am, to look back and see the the skills that I learned as I practice this game. Most of the ways that children learn are learning through play. That's why recess is important. That's why we play all these games. We're learning how to navigate the world. We're learning how to use our our bodies. We're using our minds. We're learning new skills. That's why we play bakery or coffee shop or school or restaurant or doctor. All of these games are teaching us different skill sets. And as a kid, you know kind of some of the skill sets that you are learning, but then we grow up and we see them as work and we don't realize or don't reflect upon the skill sets that we are learning from that specific game. If I look back at my time playing coffee, I can see the skills that I learned playing coffee. If I look back on my time at coffee as work and a job description, I have a little bit of a harder time thinking about some of the skills or some of the things that I did. So this is why it's really helpful for me to look back and and see one for gratefulness that I get to have all these different experiences in my 20s, but then also to look back and see oh, those are the things that I did when I was playing coffee. For example, I would call on the telephone because I was playing wholesale coffee sales. (laughs) So I would do cold calling. And so I'm able to look back and see that and also reflect on what are the games that I didn't like playing when I played coffee. The things I loved playing when I was playing coffee was I loved showing people and touring people through the coffee roaster. I loved giving tastings and giving people an experience and education about the coffee that they were drinking. What I didn't like was cold calls for wholesale. I didn't like playing that part of the game. I didn't enjoy uh, the, the hustle and bustle and the rush sometimes of morning rush hour to get your coffee. That's not what I enjoyed about coffee and playing that game. So looking back on it, when you are playing your role, if whether you're there now or looking back on the different games that you've played in your professional career in the past, what are the games inside of that game that you enjoyed? 
And what are the games that you didn't enjoy? And what do those things say about you and say about the the kind of games that you want to continue to play and grow in, maybe become a professional in, you know, you, you enjoy one of these games so much that you want to make that a part of your long-term career. Well, that is a great idea. I think that is what I've been thinking about. Instead of climbing the corporate ladder, instead of us having to become something when we grow up, thinking about our professional careers as an individual contractor, as somebody who's going in and doing project-based work, even if you're a salaried employee, because it's likely just going to be for a certain amount of time. But even better, looking at each opportunity that you are in right now as an opportunity to get to play that game. And you know what? I think that you're going to be able to look back on them and like the lost boy at the end of hook say, wow, that was a great game. And if you look back on it and say, wow, that wasn't a great game. Good. You know, the kind of games that you want to play in the future. So take us some moments to reflect on that. Think over that, you know, what are the games that you would like to continue playing and what are the games that you want to quit? And instead of who do you want to be when you grow up, what are just some things that you'd like to do still? You know, you're never done growing up. You're never going to arrive. So think about it. You don't have to stay where you're at. What are some other things that you would like to do to try out, to experience, and to learn? Whether you're 20 or 60, it doesn't matter. You still have that same opportunity. So thanks for, for joining me. You know, if you are interested in any of the other things that I'm up to, sometimes it's hard to follow me and know all the things that Daniel Eccles is up to. I mean, this podcast, his Life Mapping You course, all of these other things. Well, you can click the link in my bio and you'll see a menu of all of the different links that go to all the different things that I'm involved in. So check that out if you'd like to. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for, for listening and join me next time. We're going to continue to help you, an emergent leader, get unstuck so that you can go and gain opportunities. Suppose you enjoyed today's episode of the Learned Opportunity Podcast and you want to help create hundreds of opportunities for emerging leaders. In that case, there are a couple of ways that you can support this mission. One, you can make sure to follow or subscribe to the Learned Opportunity Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss any of our upcoming interviews with thought leaders, experts, and other emerging leaders like yourself. Two, you could leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, and this really helps more emerging leaders discover this show. And third, you could share this episode with someone you want to help get unstuck so that they can start creating more opportunities in their personal and professional lives. So as always, I love to hear from you. You can send me a message on Instagram at DJECCLES, or you can send me an email at Daniel at learnedopportunity.com.